All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Primarily Speaking, a show where we love to talk shit on a plethora of topics, but we also love to talk to Black businesses and see um, how do they contribute to the communities and everything they got going on. Uh, I am your host with the most, Mr. Prime, Anazul to the 25. And today I have with me two, uh, well, a team, actually, a team of people that have two businesses that we really want to discuss today, um, Charleston Tiny Commercial Cleaning and Trendy Pieces by TNS. Um, I have the lovely Ms. Sean Reed and Mr. Vino Reed and um, their team, Ms. Melvina, Keisha, and Jordan. Uh, welcome, guys. What's going on? Hey, man, how we doing? Hey, hey. how are you? Good Thanks for being here. I love to see black faces, especially when we talk about businesses. Um, so um, I want to start off, man. Of course, everybody hails from Charleston. I'm assuming everybody hails from Charleston. Is that, would that be correct? Well, I live in Charleston. Charleston. Oh. Where is everybody from other than Vino and Sean? Baltimore, Maryland, originally. Baltimore, okay. Yep. Melvina? I'm from right here in North Charleston. North Charleston, okay. I'm Benya. Benya. And where you hailing from? Say, you know, Keisha? No, I said Keisha. Philly, oh. right here, <clears throat> Charleston, South Carolina. Okay, that's what's <clears throat> all right, all right, all right. Charleston bred and born. I like it, I like it. Um, it's other than Baltimore, but um, with the first off, I want to get into um, Mr. Vino and Sean. Like, how you guys even got together? Because I know y'all from from school, from way back in the day. You know what I mean? Yeah, way twenty years ago. <laughs> way back. <laughs> way back. So, um, curious. You you know, here in the South, it's, it's a family thing. You know, if I know your family, and you know, we get together and have barbecues and cookouts and all well that fall under barbecues but um our families knew each other uh, a long time ago and just from growing up downtown and you know being around each other family that's how we we got to know each other um and as you can see we just what how many years later do you know what 20 somewhat years later yeah yeah we're, uh-huh. we're we're still together, so we grew up from our family knowing each other <laughs> to now being a couple. That's blessings, man. Twenty something years. That's cool. Man. Yeah, that's dope. That's dope, man. Because what we graduated, yeah, it is. Yeah, when well, yeah. I graduated ninety seven. That's what twenty, almost twenty five years ago, man. Yeah, yeah. Twenty five years on the nose. Yeah, we graduated in ninety seven. Yes, so still uh, going strong. I'm glad to see y'all still kicking All up, right. man. Still getting it done, man. Uh, so first off, tell me about. Uh, I'm gonna start with you, Vino. Um, let's go with the tidy Charleston commercial cleaning business, man. Tell me how you got into this. I'm, I'm interested to know this. All right. So approximately about five years ago, uh, um, a good friend of mine, he was going through some uh, financial issues, and uh, I wanted to help. We would always talk about how we would. Um, what kind of businesses we would do. We, we started thinking about a catering service and a, a party planning service. We just were kicking out ideas, but at this time we needed to move and move fast. And I, I told him, well, let's just go the cleaning route. And uh, at the time he, he decided not to go. So Sean and I just picked up and then we just started moving forward. Okay. 
All right, and um, for for the business itself, uh, obviously it's commercial cleaning. So, um, are there like uh, specific type of businesses you you cater to? Is it like small, mid, um, large, or it doesn't matter? So we have an actual niche. So what we try to do is we try to concentrate on buildings that's less than five thousand square foot. Uh, we're looking for buildings that just need um, two to three times a week. So that way we can make sure we have the staff, and that way we can make sure we get all the assignments done, and it won't be any pressure. On our um, on ourselves, and we will not actually physically have to clean the um, the uh, the businesses or whatnot. But we do focus on uh, we do focus on uh, professional settings, like say for example, um, uh, what's that, Sean? Um, I'm thinking of the name. Uh, property managers. Property managers, yeah, real estate. Um, real estate officers, lawyers, officers, engineer officers, um, that type of thing. Okay, and um, uh, what kind of services do you got offer? Like, you know, what's the gambit of services? So right now we offer we offer in the disinfecting services. So we use a ULV uh, fogging system. We come in and just disinfect everything. You know, with the COVID going around, the flu just reemerging out the blue. Um, so we try to take care of those. We can get your flooring done. Um, we can get your carpet shampooed, and then of course there's general uh, cleaning. And we also do windows, so we cover the whole gamut. We cover the whole gamut. Anything anybody needs, Chelsea Tidy is it's, it's here for you. Now, of course, you know, with the entrance of COVID and the pandemic and everything, everybody had to change a lot of stuff about, you know, either how they uh, have their employees come into the business or just how they conduct business in general. Um, prior to, well, I don't say prior to, but in, in, in the midst of that, what do you? What did you have to change, or how drastic was the change for you when that hit for your business and how you offered your services? Well, actually, this this whole pandemic um, situation been a blessing for us. Of course, everything closed down at first, but how, how we've been running things from the beginning, we already been going by CDC guidelines. We already not been following the who, just keeping up with the information. And when um, the COVID actually happened, we just pivoted. And we are since we already had a specific system on how we wanted to clean the businesses, we just added the disaffecting services. You know what I mean? And that was actually a blessing. And it's something that we could incorporate. Um, and each clean, we actually offer the service for free for uh, once a quarter, once a, um, an emergency clean in a quarter for anyone who signs on with us um, from, from that period until now. So it was actually a blessing for us. But other than that, it's already been routine on, on how we were uh, taking care of things anyway. Now, does that does that make it easier for you to advertise or um, attract more businesses because of that service? And um, of course, people just needing that be done in those um, place of businesses. That make it just easier for you to bring people in or has it been a hurdle as far as, uh, you know, you know, advertising and just getting people to, to come through? It's, it's the gift and the curse. It's the gift and the curse because when we start mentioning the fogging, when we start mentioning the fogging and the disaffecting and whatnot, right? Some people see it as a gimmick. Some people see it as a selling point. So some people meet it with uh, apprehension based on what they've been getting from the news and from the media or whatnot. So what we use is that opportunity to educate them and uh, we let them know what the CDD or what the CDC recommends, what the WHO's been recommending. Um, and actually, we also doubled down on our original uh, model, on our original mission statement, which is a 200% guarantee. So we guarantee that we're going to get everything clean. And if we don't, you don't pay for it. Wow. Wow. I love 
Good, yeah. Huh? <laughs> you don't hear that. I don't I don't know that I've heard that before. <laughs> I mean from another cleaning company. That's and that's why right. that's kind of like right. my my next question. Like what because you know, obviously there are other commercial cleaning businesses, everybody, not say everybody, but a lot of people want to offer the same type of services. So what do you say would set you apart from other cleaning service or commercial cleaning services in your area? Well, let me just say this, Brian. I've been hearing this since we started, right? I've been hearing this since we started. All oh, the cleaners didn't show up. Um, uh, we can't keep, we, we, it's the consistency, man. It's the consistency. And I promise everybody, and I just tell them to them flat out, hey, look, man, you're not paying for perfect. You can't afford perfect. And I can't afford to be perfect. We won't be able to work with one another. But what I will promise is, rain, sheet, sign, or show, according to this contract, we're going to be there. We're going to be there. We're going to have the job done to a satisfactory status. It's going to be more beneficial for you when your uh, clients come in and see that you have a clean, healthy, and safe office. You know what I mean? It's going to be reassuring to your actual um, staff members, knowing that you took advantage and took these precautions to make sure they were safe from the start with. So that's what we offer. It's just a plain old-fashioned um, consistency. We look at it like just our word, our guarantee. If we're supposed to be there, we're going to be there. If it needs to get done, it's going to get done. And, and that's uh, just how we carry it. In the words of uh, Mr. Scarface himself, all you have in this world is your balls and your Excuse me for that, ladies, but you know what I mean? You got to stand on that. So um, I respect that, though. I, uh, I can agree that uh, even just not with cleaning service, just dealing with people in general, sometimes everybody don't keep their word or what they say they're going to do. So that's a big uh, a big thing to uh, stand on. Yes, sir. So, yeah. So, all right. So moving forward, you know what I mean? For the next, let's say three to five years, let's say that. Like, what do you see or where, where are you trying to go at as far as taking the business? So we, the, 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 the plan is just to grow. What we try to do is grow by 25% um, each year. And, uh, you know, also when we think about the plan, man, it's more so of being a blessing to other people. So my goal would be to try to show other entrepreneurs or future entrepreneurs on how to do what I do. Not saying that you can do what I can do in the way that I do it, but you can if you decide to take the actual steps and just get out there, go for the gospel, have a strong work ethic, and a can-do attitude. So that's just how we're looking at it. So and that what brings us back to the, Bel- uh, the Black Wealth in Charleston. You know what I mean? It, 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 it sparks that kind of environment because, like I said, even though the family member who I was trying to assist in the process and was actually able to, he just didn't see the vision. You know what I mean? It still was a blessing to him. It continues to be a blessing to him. And since it was a blessing to us, I just want to pay it forward. You know what I mean? And pass forth that blessing to, to others, man, who can use the information. Because, you know, you and I both know, man, coming out of downtown Charleston, man, we saw examples you know what I mean? Like we saw the guys who ran the corner stores and the cleaners. We didn't know what those corner stores and cleaners and stuff were doing for. Um, most of our goals were just to get on the port, uh, be an emergency man. We didn't think about being an entrepreneur because we didn't see lawyers and we didn't see um, doctors. We didn't see uh, we didn't see um, roofers. We didn't see successful companies. I, I could at least speak for myself. We didn't see those type of things. So, um, and then when we saw those type of things, they carried themselves in a particular manner. You know what I mean? I just want to rewrite the narrative and let all, especially the youth. Hey, look, man, you can be yourself and control your own destiny. You don't have to put on the tie. You still have to carry yourself professionally, 
But just want to set the tone and example, and I want to use Charleston Tidy to help do that. I like that, man. I like that message, man. Real, real good, real well put, man. And um, you just mentioned the Black Wealth Organization. Uh, and it's Black Wealth Organization, right? It's uh, Black Wealth in Charleston. Black Wealth in Charleston. Sorry about that. And uh, so I knew you guys wanted to talk about that a, a little bit. So um, tell me, what is the Black Wealth in Charleston and what is it all about? Do me a favor. Let me let Jordan and Ms. Belvino um, discuss that more in detail. No, do you want to take it first and then I'll come back? <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. Um, I'll, like, I'll take it. Black Wealth in Charleston uh, is a division of I Am the Change. It was created to incite change in our community, and it was founded by a group of Charleston area business professionals, which consists of uh, the, the four of us here and our um, I'm sorry, the five of us here and our uh, business growth coach. Um, so we came together to promote and build wealth in the, the local black and brown communities. Um, and we're, we're starting here in Charleston, but our intention is to expand it to other cities. And uh, we just want to create a presence, just as uh, Trevino was speaking about, we, we knew that Black businesses, and we know that Black businesses exist. We know that they, they are here, um, but there should be more of a presence. And so that that is our goal is to, to put more faces that look yeah. like us, you know, so that these children can see that it is possible and for us to be more approachable. I don't know if that's what you were referring to, Trevina, when you were speaking, but um, to be more approachable so that they can come to us have a conversation and maybe we can help lead them on the way so that they can start their future as um, professional business owners. Okay. Yeah, and I agree. Representation is everything. Just like Trevino was mentioning how um, representation is important. I also agree because you can't really become what you don't see. And right. you need that role model to spark, you know, like your inspiration really. And mm -hmm. for Black Wealth in Charleston, the name alone, I think I think the name alone um, has many different meanings. Like the Black part um, is for us to have pride in our culture and to really yeah. ad address right. the situation for what it is and right. to really give us a chance at the American dream. And just, just because the name has Black in it, that doesn't mean that we're excluding anyone. If right. anything, we're, we're bringing us all together. Right. And, equal in the playing field and for the wealth part that's not just about money as well that's about financial literacy that's about home economics that's about learning your self-worth and i'm sure that the team can add some other um definitions uh, discipline we, we spoke about this just discipline yeah as well. so and so i'll oh, go ahead go ahead jordan and building a community, just like how you was asking about how did Charleston Tidy pivot with, with COVID. Just imagine if we had like a strong community during COVID to support one another. And let's say like one day we can all meet up at one coffee shop that's owned by one of the members in our group. And yeah. just us being there alone, let's say if it's like 15 people, if it's 15 people, the sales increase. And we have a place to actually meet and congregate and, and share ideas. And feel safe. And feel safe. Yeah. 
Okay. Now, uh, with that idea in mind, what are some avenues that you guys are trying to offer or dig into to help facilitate making those those uh, smaller, I don't want to say unknown, but not not as visibly known practices and businesses more known? Well, I think I think I think, um, I think I'm just speaking for the team. The greatest asset we have on the team is we actually have a business coach, man. We have a business coach, and you know myself, I'm going to start participating in more uh, mentorship. Uh, Melvina, she actually came together with the whole um, with the whole plan to tie this whole thing together. And you know, Jordan just being an inspiration. I don't know if you know his story, man. He became the youngest store owner in uh, the history of the country. You know what I mean? Yay. At 19, opening the store in the mall. And, uh, you know, the whole idea is just to have these forms and, you know, the first form we're going to have on, uh, on the 19th at Kisara, uh events in them. And that's going to be a place, man, where we get to ask the public, where we get to ask the constituents and the people out there, exactly what do you guys want? Because we want to meet people where they are. We want you to come with a do for self attitude. We want you to come with a, um, we don't want to create a situation where we want more for others than they want for themselves. Yeah. So we want you to be motivated, but we are willing to meet you where you are. And if we don't have the resources, that's the whole idea of Black Wealth from Charleston. We're going to find the resources to help assist. And that's just not monetarily because we might not be able to do anything monetarily. We're just getting started. But there might be someone who know how to write grants. There might be someone um, as simple as just having a barber on deck. Oh, she can't afford a haircut right now. Hey, man, could you do us this favor? You know what I mean? It's those type of things. It's those type of things that's going to help us propel. And, you know, we, we all know what the problems are, man. So we're just trying to be a part of the solution. Yeah. And, and I, I just want to say, too, um, for myself and some other people that I've spoken to, um, and I know we touched on this a bit uh, oh, yesterday when we talked about fear and how fear can block, um, is I know that for myself, and I've heard, like I said, I've heard other people say it too, just not knowing the first step or telling yourself these fearful stories that block you from even starting. Like, right. um, it's really simple to <clears throat> even go online and create an LLC or form a something like that. But some people are really intimidated even by the first step of doing that. And so just for us to be able to be, to help them and walk them through that process. It's, I don't know, it's gonna, I think it's gonna be, um, we're gonna be, we're gonna support in a, in a huge way. Um, so and this, this forum that you talk about, this is on, Feb, I'm assuming February 19th? Yes, sir. Yes. Is, is, where yes. is it gonna be located or is it gonna be remote like this? It's gonna, gonna be, be at the Kisara, uh, Kisara Event Center. Does anyone have that address? Can you it? Here. <laughs> Keisha, Keisha Lee has it. She is the she's the owner of Keisha Rye. <laughs> let us know about the forum and the place that's going to be held at. And mention our February fifth date too. Absolutely. So the forum. I'm so honored that it's going to be held at K Sarah Events, and that is located at six twenty two Old Trolley Road, mm -hmm. Suite one zero four. And that's in Somerville, South Carolina. Again, that's Kesara event. Yes, I'm so excited. We're actually hosting our first gala, our fundraising gala there on Saturday, February 5th from 7 p.m. to 11. And what we're doing, and we're just inviting 
all of the like-minded business owners and all of those that inspire to become a business owner or entrepreneur or just want to embrace and share and connect with the with the brown and black community. We want them all to come out to the gala February 5th, Saturday at 7 p.m. But like um, my other teammates were talking about, yes, the forum that we're going to start to have on February 19th is just a place of, of gathering, a place that we can come together and, and um, come as they are, talk, like Trevino said, meet them where they are, find out what their needs are, because we don't know everyone's needs. Um, as business owners, we didn't even know our own needs as we were coming up. We, um, Me personally, um, this is my second event venue. Um, I jumped out there a couple of years ago not knowing anything. I just figured that, hey, because I am who I am and I just knew what I wanted to do, that it would work. I didn't have a business coach. I didn't have financial um, financial literacy. I didn't have a village. I didn't have bankers. I didn't have I didn't have a team. And being here in Charleston, South Carolina, um, we we have to honor that. Um, I know I am because it takes a village. It takes yeah. a village of um, every everyone to come together. And what I think now is happening with our youth is we're trying to pigeonhole them into um into certain boxes like um everybody doesn't want to go into the military everybody right. doesn't want to go to college um everybody doesn't want to be an employee there are actually kids out here now in elementary school like i think jordan mentioned he said in second grade or third grade he just somehow intuitively knew he didn't want to work for anybody he didn't want to be in a box he wanted to be be able to express himself create create creatively so case of our events i'm hoping and praying and blessing that it'll be a place to come in a home away from home so they can connect with like-minded people to guide them not just um give them paperwork and give them a manual to read or say go to this website and research but actually each one of us reach and teach hold their hands all the way through the process all the way through, um, and I, I just think that's important. I was blessed to um, come back and open a venue, and the first thing I said was, man, if I'm able to get this off the ground, um, like Torino mentioned, I have to pay it forward. I have to be able to um, provide a presence and a platform for um, my little brothers and sisters to, to come up because we got to start that legacy. We're leaving. Like Melvina said, we been ya, but we gonna leave ya too. And Jordan always mentions um, the stronghold of the mom and pops, which is all great, the mom and pop businesses. But when mom and pop leave, who's gonna take the reins? Right. All right. So I got a question. Uh, we need more than mom and pop businesses too. I think we, we need to have a little, you know, mom and pop businesses are great, but something a little more scale, finer. Yeah, you know, not that anything's wrong about that, y'all know what, that's not what I'm saying. But just to structure, it's time, it. sir. It's time. Yeah. I have a, a quick, a quick follow up question for you, Miss Keisha, and then something I think um you might be able to answer for me, um Jordan, um Keisha, you said you have two event spaces, correct? Am I no, I have one. I had one previously, and I lost that one because I didn't have the um the knowledge that I now have. 
Okay, and so that that goes into my question. So in between the first one and the second one, what was the biggest lesson that you learned that people should be highly aware of whenever they actually want to start a business, um, no matter what it is? Cannot do it alone. You have to have a team. You have to, everybody has their lane. So my venue um, branched off um, a few years ago because um, I, um, I went into the decorating um, rental businesses. So I would rent out tables and chairs, tents, fans, charger plates, um, different things that someone would need for social and corporate events. That's why I started. Then it just started to blossom from there. Um, and I quickly realized it takes a team. It takes um, a physical team to yeah. move all those things yeah. around. <laughs> oh man, it, it takes sponsors to help you purchase your items. It takes um, people that you trust to set up and, and represent you. It it just takes a whole village. And um, sometimes we, I think we get either prideful or maybe a little fearful of reaching oh. out and extending that olive branch for help. Yeah. So um, I agree. I think it's both. Yes, both. Yes. Yeah, I think that's what it was. That was the greatest thing for me. Um, um, I had to learn I cannot do it alone. Okay. That's um, such a great question, Prime, to ask her. Because yeah, that, Brian, that rings can, very true for me as well. Yeah. Yeah. Prime, if I can just jump in one second, right? Go right in. Let me just remind all the future entrepreneurs, man, if you're getting into it just because you feel like you don't want nobody telling you anything, then you're in for a big shock because everybody's going, a lot of people is going to be telling you what to do. Starting yep. with the IRS, starting <laughs> with your clients, starting with the bankers. You yes. know what I mean? And of course, you're gonna need you're gonna need a team, man. You're just gonna need a team, and also accountability partners. Just mm, accountability yeah. partners because yeah. you know so often when we get into business, at least I thought I don't want to work for nobody. I don't want nobody telling me what to do. I want to be on my own time. And yeah, those type of things come. You do get freedom. Um, after a while, but in the beginning, you don't know what you're going to get, and you have to be prepared for that. And you're just going to need people to help keep you accountable, and um, and keep you encouraged because you're definitely going to need some encouragement. Now, now my next question is for you, Jordan, because um, and this is out of the blue because I actually didn't know all, all you were going to be here. But being that you were the youngest uh, store owner in the country, is that right? That the title I got right? Here, here in Charleston, we're not sure about South Carolina yet, but Okay, yeah. and the county. Okay, so um, being that you were the youngest uh, a store owner, um, what would you say uh, is the best thing that you would tell somebody? Advice um, being because a lot of a lot of us older folks sometimes we build lives, right? We build a life, uh, build a family, and we have to balance. So you know, and I don't I don't know your personal situation, but you know, once you got kids or you got a wife or a husband. And you have those things you have to balance. It makes it harder to dedicate a certain amount of time to running a business. So I want to ask you, from your viewpoint, uh, what what is be something that you would tell the younger folks that want to get into entrepreneurship? Uh, what they have, what they should put their focus on out the gate, and things to kind of stay away from. Well, I would just say stay true to yourself. I knew, I knew who I wanted to become because of the people that I was surrounded by. In Baltimore, like um, Keisha Lee said, in second grade, that's when I found out that I wanted to be an entrepreneur. But actually, I was a result of my environment. 
but in a positive way. You don't, we don't really hear about the positive results mm-hmm. of, of our environment. Um, right. At my church, it was a lot of successful entrepreneurs. And my church was in the hood of Baltimore. It was a lot of successful entrepreneurs who owned restaurants, corner stores, um, hair salons, barbershops, clothing stores. Um, even even my goddad, who was the pastor of the church, he was a, um, what was he, a counselor or something like that. And going to everyone's home and seeing these huge homes, you know, their children seemed very happy. I was a happy child too, but their backyard was bigger than mine and they had bigger places, you know. But um, just seeing that representation inspired me. So like, I think it became like second nature for me to, to strive to be that. And I just stuck to it and I tried many, many different things, but I had a supportive parent of my dreams. And my mom, she funded a lot of my ideas that didn't work. And that's the part that people really don't know. I tried so many different things that didn't work, but um, I was going to your discipline, like, because I think that's a an unavoidable thing that you have to have a, a certain level of discipline. So what, discipline. What, what, what discipline. I think along with I, being broken so many times for the different things that didn't work, and also, I guess. I don't know. Honestly, I really don't know how to answer that. And I wish I could say I know exactly how I got here. But honestly, I don't know. I'll just say that it was God and, and me just staying true to who I was. Yeah, I, I want to. I, can I add into that? Just because uh, I didn't know that about you, Jordan, either, that you try so many different things. Um, and, and that's the same thing with me, too. Trying different things. I think that just propels you to try something else. Yeah. So at least yeah. for me, so, you know, you try yeah. it and even if it didn't work. And in my case, if it didn't work and I feel bad or embarrassed and then I still have to, OK, now what? It's like the now what? And then you try something right. else. You just kind of move on. Right. You know? I think that's mm-hmm. something good for our listeners or anyone that's that's um, considering going into business to remember as well. It's like you try it and if it doesn't work, it's, it's kind of like it becomes innate in you to try something else now. It's like, oh, I did that. And let's mm-hmm. see, you know, to, to, let's try something else. Yeah, in it's my okay, case- It's okay to explore. I'm sorry, Jordan. Um, go ahead, Jordan. I'm sorry. In my case, it was like a cycle. So I'm sorry. So the different things that I tried and it didn't work, it led to the next thing. So yeah. for example, before I opened up my physical store, I had an online store. And it was successful, but I became burnt out because my my schedule was literally just school and work my my online shop, fulfilling orders, going to the post office, all of that. So it really was an imbalance. And I felt like I wanted to have like a real life outside of school or whatever. And so I got uninspired with that. But that sparked me wanting to interact with my customers and having a physical store. At that time, I didn't know how to get there, but I believed that I could and I prayed about it and I worked towards it. And it became second, like a second nature goal in my head. And um, and so with 21 Ace, even when I felt like that was the end of the road and everything like that, had I not tried 21 Ace and, and built relationships with my vendors, work on my customer service and all of that type of stuff, I wouldn't be able to open my physical store. So it's like every single, I guess, chapter in my life opened the door, well, prepared me to open the door for the next chapter in my life. Three years and giving up. That's what really the failure is. Because everybody falls. Oh, yeah. Everybody's gonna have obstacles, um, things that get in their way. But if you give up, that's when you actually fail. Right. right. 
Um, and um, so Jordan, um, real quick, one more thing from you. Um, I, I don't think that we heard about what your business is, if you want to even talk about it real, uh, just to say what it is real quick. And I do want to hear more about the Black Wealth in Charleston and then Shonda, I want to get to your trendy pieces as well. Okay. Yeah. So originally Birch and Pin was a streetwear store and I didn't know how it was going to work here in Charleston, South Carolina. I thought that I had to move to like a major city for it to work, but it ended up working and um, we ended up making history. When the press release went out, it, it was shared like 10 million, 10 million times in like the first day. And that was before I even had inventory for the school, for the store. So that was scary. But um, actually, it evolved over time by us listening to our customers' needs and wants and also the wants of the business. Like a lot of products were going out faster than they was coming in. So we had to pivot. And that was having a lot of vendors in the store and that business model work. And so now we're in the redevelopment stage and, and scaling it. And that's been hard and scary during COVID, but I'm happy for the future of Birch and Ben. Okay, that's good. That's good. That's what's up, man. Congratulations too, man. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, Thank you. Um, so more information about Black Wealth in Charleston. Um, I know you guys got to have the gala um, at your place, Kesara, on the 5th. And forum for the forum on the 19th. Is there any more information that you want people to know about Black Wealth in Charleston? Anyone? Well, we're also doing a membership drive. And, and with this forum, uh, we're actually going to have dates on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. I have an open forum for the, uh, for the community. But for the time being, we just want everybody to come out on February 5th and just... Um, Come enjoy yourselves. Come fellowship with other uh, entrepreneurs. There's going to be, um, there, there, and, and it's not just going to be a party, y'all. It's going to be an information session. Yeah, we're going to find times to enjoy ourselves, but we we, we really want fellowship with the, uh, we really want to fellowship with the uh, with the community, and we really want to start to drive up this um, this membership. We really want to start to drive up this membership. We want to take it from the six entrepreneurs that we have now see if we can just max it out, whatever that looks like. And if there's any other groups that's doing something similar, then we're just going to ask for your um, assistance because it's not a competition. It's not a competition. We're just right. out here uh, looking for solutions and um, trying, to, trying, to, trying to resolve some of the issues that we all know that we have. And, you know, at the end of the day, with us being who we are, especially from Charleston, especially being Gichigala, um, if we didn't know, here's a time for us to understand. All we need is us. Uh, what All we do, need is us. What do people need to know about the membership drive itself? Like, um, just come to sign up or? Well, when they come to the, the gala on February 5th, the ticket price will include um, the uh, one month's membership. So when they come to the gala, they'll automatically become a member of Black Wealth in Charleston. But there, uh, you know, there, there, there is a monthly membership fee. Um, so, but when, when they purchase the tickets, they'll automatically become a member and the first month's membership fee is included in that. Um, and that membership is gonna include uh, quite a few things. In addition to um, the, 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 the forums, we'll have member only events, member only forums, um, trainings and workshops, uh, roundtable discussions, They'll receive early bird uh, registrations and discounts for, for other events um, and the opportunity to just be a, a facilitator or um, 
I'm just going to use Charleston Tidy because you know them. If they were a member, if they weren't a founding member, but if they were a member, we would it would be their service that we may come to to um, if we need a building that's cleaned or whatever. We know that Charleston Tidy is who we reach out to. You know, Kesara events. That's that's the event space that we would go to unless we need something larger. But and um, Prime, when you become a member, you'll be our um, go-to person for interviews or, yeah. or something yeah. like that. So yeah. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so uh, transitioning a little bit because um, I, I didn't want to forget about talking to you, Sean, about um, trendy pieces. Um, That's okay. Um, but I, I just want to go back to uh, Black Wealth and Charleston. And I think, you know, basically what all the team members say, uh, you know, it's not a competition. It, it, it's not a competition. There are so many other Black-owned businesses out there. And sometimes you just hear it by, by a whiff of the ear, like, oh, I didn't know it was Black-owned. Or, oh, I didn't know we had this. Um, we literally had a meeting the other day and uh, was it yes? I can't remember, but I, I didn't know there we have two black owned um, liquor stores. Um, and, and, and yeah, there, there are two black uh, and, th- and there may be more. We, yeah. we just, we, we just don't know. Yeah. There are a few of them. Um, so I should how we would say it, the spirit stores. Um, <laughs> the spirit stores. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. I I knew of one, but I didn't know there was another one. And, and like I said, there there may be plenty more. So the goal is just not to say who's better than the other, or, or make it even about a competition. If we can just get more businesses together, we it it, it can be received in so many ways. Um, but trendy pieces is just a little is is still up and coming. And, and that goes back to the conversation we had where sometimes we try so many different things, we don't know exactly what it is we, we wanna do. Um, and Trinity Pieces, we did a launch in April, very successful, had a great time doing it, um, awesome. And it's, it's not the end of Trinity Pieces. Um, I'm working on future projects with Trinity Pieces. Um, so it's not the end, it's just in hiatus at the moment, but Trendy Pieces is still, you'll hear that name again. So Trendy Pieces is still trending. Yes, Trendy Pieces is still trending. I want to ask so, you know, in, in, uh-huh. in response to that, uh, with a business um, that you have Trendy Pieces, I'm going to take that as an example, and mm-hmm. coming into the fold, some, let's say somebody has a business similar to yours. And they come into the fold of the Black Wealth uh, in Charleston membership. How would that Black Wealth organization help? Um, I keep saying organization, excuse me, but how would, that, how would that uh, help a business like yours? So in, in, in that event, what we would do, we wouldn't, we wouldn't just give them a manual. Um, I'm more communication. My, my thing would be to, okay, let's schedule a time. When can we sit down and talk? And that way I can walk you through those steps. I, we've had some people say, even with Charleston Tidy, hey, I'm not a computer literate person. I don't know anything about computers, you know? So my response to their question is, my first thing would be, okay, when can we set up a time 
to to just so I can show you each step physically and not just hang you a sheet of paper. Say, okay, you go to irs.gov, you go to the state of secretary and do that. You um, after you do that, you're going to pay a hundred and twenty five dollar fee. The goal is, okay, when can we sit down? And that way I can show you those steps. I'm personally hands-on. You can sit here and tell me all day, okay, this is what you need to do. You can give me a manual to read. You can give me, <laughs> you. I got to actually hands-on. I got to do it myself in order for me to get it. Everybody else may not be like that. You yeah. know? But the, the goal would be to, okay, let's set up an appointment. When can we set up an appointment? And then I'm, we're going to do these steps together. I'm not going to do it for you, but we're going to do these steps together. If I run into an issue with something that I don't know, then I just call my team members. Hey, and, and we've done that so many times. Hey, you, you know, just the other day I had a young lady, she's looking for space and um, she's looking for a space to rent. I just... Next, Jordan, I say, hey, Jordan, you remember that guy that was um, actually our business growth coach did a boot camp last year it was awesome. And um, I said, hey, that guy that was at the business boot camp, you got his number? He knew about space rentals, da, 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 da. And, and, and that's just, it's, I'm telling you, um, so Prime is so it's so good, that networking thing. I love it. I love just picking up the phone and say, hey, you need a space to rent? Oh, I know somebody. Just text that person and send it over. You get just that say. like uh, personalized advice, so to speak. Yes, yes, yes. Towards what th that specific business needs, not just saying what any business might need. Yes, <clears throat> yes, yes, yes. And, and it's okay to, I'm learning. It's okay to, um, you know, Trevino always asks me, what do you want to do? I don't know. You don't know what you want to do? I don't know. I don't know what I want to do. I I, I don't know what I want to do. I, I got to understand it or what I would like to do, if that makes any sense. But my thing is just to, to try it. If I don't like it, I, at least I can always say I tried it. You know, they always say woulda, coulda, shoulda. Uh -huh. You know, at least I No can more shooting on ourselves. Right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly I, i've been in that space where i like you said i have an idea of what i want to do but i don't know exactly how to execute it or yeah. what steps it may take to actually get to even a launching pad you know what i mean to, to mm -hmm. go further into the space yeah. um, and sometimes i guess you know people may be a little more timid or um uh, ashamed to ask yeah. you know what i'm saying ask somebody for mm -hmm. help or just advice yeah. even uh, but you, you're right. Uh, I think people got to get out of that space, that that mindset of of I should already come to the table with a certain amount of information. No, yeah. just come to the table. Period. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just figure out what you need to know, and right. go from there. Type of deal. That's yeah. that's how. That's what I. When, when you guys tell me about it, that's what I envision mm -hmm. from what you guys have said so far. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly right. And it's kind of like what Kaylee touched on earlier. Right. Just kind of being embarrassed to say, I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, and like what I mentioned the other day, it's like a lot of times we don't know what we don't know. It's like we don't even know, mm -hmm. you know, that first step. We don't know that we need to know that. So, right. yeah. And then, you know, also, Prime, you know, if somebody comes to the group and just said they wanted to be, a, they, 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 they join the group as a cleaning service. Well, the first thing I would just remind them, hey, man, we're in a competition. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. We're just providing yes. a resource. You know what I mean? Yes. So as I get information, I'm going to share the information with you. 
If yes. you get the information, would you please share the information with me? Right. If we just look at it from a standpoint of we're comrades, not competitors, we're going to go that much further. We can even, with the staff shortage, man, it's like five or six companies, man. We use each other's staff members, man. Yes, you know what I mean? Do. So that way we can keep them busy. And then yeah. that way we can keep ourselves sustained. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? That's like beautiful. Yeah. That's beautiful. I like yes. that. I, like I that. think I think one one of our issues as as people of of color, and it's true, it's really, I wouldn't say it's no fault of ours, just because of how it's like in, in our mental to kind of um not the crabs in the barrel, but you get what I'm saying when I mentioned yeah. crabs in the barrel kind of thing. Not that that whole supporting one another that you might see in other communities. It's just not as strong as it could and should be in ours. And so exactly. that's, you know, we, we, we're going to break that as well. That's a, a curse that we're yeah. black wealth in Charleston. Yes. Yes. Break as well. So it's not about the competition. Once again, like, like Trevino said, we, we collaborate with about two other cleaning companies. Um, about five. About five, Yeah. Five mama pops. And yeah. And I'm telling you, it's like, okay, if you need, you got, you got any staff today or, you know, just make sure you don't have anything going. It's, it's a good feeling. It's, you know, some people, you know, like Melvina said, it's, a, it's money out here to be made. It, it, it is money out here to be made. Please understand that. Even with Black Wealth in Charleston, you know, the goal is any other Black owned businesses, we would love for you to reach out to us as well, or we can reach out to you, you know, um, that that's just the goal it's not about oh competition oh they're gonna no we collaborate with five other cleaning companies and hey you know this building or Trevino pass something on hey I got this job you know you think you'd be interested in it and it's not a pat on the back thing either it's just I think less is better less stress is better we, we deal with a lot <laughs> Y'all know we learn from history. Y'all know what we learn from history. That's probably going to sound so simple, but it's so true. Yeah. Okay. When we think about the village and we think about the community, right? And we're thinking about each person strengthening the other person. So the men are out here teaching these kids how to, are here teaching the boys how to be warriors. And the, and, the, and, the, and the women are teaching these guys or whatever. You know what I mean? Especially since a lot of things are changing with gender and, and how we look at things. But let's just say this. If we fortify the village, right? And if we collectively protect the village, that village has a chance of becoming the kingdom. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like and that's just what we gotta get to. We gotta get back to us elevating to a point where we can actually become a kingdom. We can actually become a kingdom. And then we can make alliances with other kingdoms. You know what I mean? So if we are kings and greens of Charleston and South Carolina, Okay, now let's unite with the kings and queens of Baltimore and so forth and so on. And then yeah. we start to travel and then we start to make things global so that this mindset that we have of distrust and, right. I, and really what's just as much understanding, uh, we can just get past those those petty. When you think about it, it's just basically just petty. When we get yeah. past those petty uh, petty um, differences, uh, petty yeah. uh, stuff that we were taught, we're going to grow into be that kingdom. And it's, and, and it's just going to take effort. It's just going to take effort. Yeah. That's kind of understanding. Comrades, not competitors. 
Definitely. Yeah. There we go. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I like we, it. We're going to be like the Lion King. We're going to make you Mufasa. We're going to say that because I got a little bit fix that. I'm going to fix that shortly. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we we can't call it the Lion King, but we you know, it's, but it's like the lion, you know. We you know we listen. It, it, it takes you know, a village. It takes a village. Prime, I'm I'm gonna say this to you, right? Because I know you remember, man. Because you remember walking up and down Spring Street, right? Mm-hmm. And when you look to your left and you look to your right, all you saw were black businesses. And yeah. if you walk right one street over the Cannon Street, you would see the same thing. And then when you walk to what we call Upper King Street, as you're walking down, you're seeing Honest John, you're seeing Peoples, you're seeing um, Hugies, um, 587. You know what I mean? As you walk around, all you're seeing is black businesses and black faces, man, that help those black businesses run. And we give so much emphasis on entrepreneurs. Hey, listen, man, if you just work a nine to five and you're down with the vision, come join the group because uh-huh. without regular hard-working employees we don't have the businesses to um to contain the actual community so everybody has a chance to be a part everybody has a chance to be a part you know um you know everybody has a role to play you know everybody can't be the boss everybody can't be the accountant everybody can't be the delivery guy everybody can't be the salesman uh, no matter what role you play and the whole thing, your role is important. And right. um, uh, I think it's key to emphasize to people that whatever role you play, it's valued. You know what I'm saying? It, there's a lot of value in it. Um, so even like you say, you might not be an entrepreneur, but maybe you're a, pers- a facilitator. Maybe you just know people. You're a, a person that just connects people. You know what I'm saying? Right. And being a right. part of that organization will will uh, 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 widen your Rolodex so that now you got even more people that you can put in touch together to make things happen. So, um, yeah, I, I I I like the message that you guys have um, coming from this Black Wealth of Charleston uh, mindset, um, and uh, I, I want to see more of it. So I'm definitely gonna um, join. Definitely gonna join. Yeah. More about uh, the membership and things like that, man. Because um, that's one thing that I really taught, man. I really love just black entrepreneurship. Period. Entrepreneurship in general, but specifically black entrepreneurship because. Yeah. We need uh, more of what you said, Vino, more of that camaraderie instead of competition, more uh, just trying to get over on each other and, and just strengthening, strengthening everybody. You know, what they say um, uh, uh, high tides raise all boats or something like that. I, forgot, mm-hmm. I, I know I ain't saying it right, but. <laughs> you know I mean. But we got you. We know what you mean. You know, it, it takes everybody, basically. It takes everybody. It takes everybody. It, it, it really does. And like I said, um, if we can just cling, you know, together, it, it takes a lot. I, I, I personally believe business is not meant to be done alone. You you, you need a team. You need you need accountability. You You, you need that. That's what, uh, Keisha said earlier, man, that's the most important thing she learned. You need a team. Yeah, you need you got to have a team. So before we wrap this up, man, I want to give everybody opportunity to um, say a little bit about the individual um, things they have going on. Or you can speak more about the Black Wealth uh, of Charleston as, as a whole. Um, I'm going to start with um, you, Sean. Well, um, individually, um, as I mentioned, already, trendy, trendy pieces is. Um, 
you know, like I said, we are working on future projects and with Charleston Tidy, because I can say, you know, I, I wear multiple hats, you know, I am the business manager for uh, Charleston Tidy as well. So I'm just in between uh, projects and I, I love it. it. It keeps me busy. It keeps me focused. I'm learning how to be balanced. That's one thing our, our coach, our business coach always say, hey, okay. And sometimes when we, when it gets too heavy, I say, hey, Keisha, uh, which she, you know, she's actually at another forum today, actually. Um, um, how do we stay balanced? Um, hey team, I need to get balanced. You know, what did I do? Are we, are we doing this and we doing that. But yeah, so like I said, it's, um, I wear multiple hats, but I, I, I love it. I, I love it. I'll make sure to check out Trendy Pieces by TNS.com and yeah. see some of the things she's got to offer. Um, Ms. Yes, yes. Uh, Ms. Keisha, you want to go next? Um, again, thank you so much for um, taking um, the time to uh, give us this platform. It's so important that um, we connect and, and, and help each other. So we truly um, appreciate what you're doing for us today. Um, and um it, it, it is noticed um, and there's a lot of young people out there that will see see our faces and realize saying, man, it's really possible. So I just want to um, just let you know a little bit about what I offer. So Quesara Events is a corporate and a social venue space. It's an intimate venue space. I can host up to 50 people for um, showers, um, parties, seminars, courses, pop-ups, launches, um, podcasts. Um, um, I have a photographer, videographer, makeup artist, um, a designer. Everybody's on deck with me there. Um, but the, the primary, um, the next project that I'm working on now, and I am actually launching um, a bartending school um, under the name Carolina Cocktails. So look Look for that to come soon. I have um, one of the best instructors in Charleston, Miss Tia Somerville. She's going to be the instructor. So um, we just want to start, um, like, I think we all feel we want to start elevating in everything that we, that we see out there that other races are doing. We can do it as well on a, on a much higher platform. So right. um, that way we, we start building in. I want Quesara to be the hub where you can see that you can come in and actually use our own resources. We don't have to go to the other stores, the other businesses to, to get the products and services. We got it. We got it. So Quesara is the hub for that. We're located in Somerville, South Carolina at 622 Old Trolley Road, Suite 104. Looking forward to seeing everybody um, to come through. Um, and definitely want to see you all up there at the February 5th launch. It's going to be awesome we got great food drinks entertainment and and the whole vibe and experience is going to be something like you never experienced and um we just want the world to come out and and join in with us so again thank you for giving us this opportunity yeah You're welcome that's february 4th from 7 to 11 correct yeah all right um miss melvina anything you want to offer up yeah i just want to thank you again mr prime uh for this opportunity um uh, I am the Change LLC. It is my company. And under that, I have um, the gym exercise and dance studio, um, which like, um, 
like Chaus and Tidy. I am uh, kind of revamping. So the gem is now on the move. I don't, I had a, um, a physical space, but um, until we purchase our, our building that, that, so until that happens, then the, the, um, the gem is, is going to remain mobile. Um, and I'm also working on a, a social or a lifestyle app that I'm, I'm pretty excited about. I can't wait for y'all to like, really, I'm really excited about that as, um, I think that's going to be a game changer too. So, uh, I look forward to telling you more about that later and, I'd love to talk to you about that prime when when the time is right. So well, we can um, something. Sir? Yeah, she created an app. She has an app. Yes. Yeah, I'm excited about that. But it's gonna be, it's I, I truly believe it's gonna be quite um, beneficial, not only to Black Wealth in Charleston, but some other black-owned yeah. businesses. So I mean, so um I'm I'm really excited about that. Um again, the events February 5th, uh Charleston, uh Charleston renaissance um and i'd like to tell people to think of um harlem nights you know as far as the dress um and you can get you can get tickets on eventbrite um our website is www.iamthechangellc.com um our facebook page uh i'm the change and um if you want to, anyone wants to reach out to us by phone, the phone number is 843-804-8116. Okay. Yeah. Right. Thank you. Right. Thank you. And then let me know anytime you want to do anything, promote, advertise, any, anybody, um, just let me know. I'm more than happy to, to set something up to get the word out about anything. It doesn't even matter. Um, Vino, you. anything you want to say? Well, first of all, Prime, we want to thank you for this opportunity, man, just to have us all. Um, you know, me and you go back since second grade and Jim Simmons all the way through um, all the way through high school, man. Sure. And uh, I also want to take this opportunity to thank a few people that was real influential, real influential on my uh, on my journey. I'm not sure if these people even know me. I know one. I know at least one does. And our first one would be Eric Jackson. With uh, R3, we call him Big E, if you guys are familiar with the um, city. And he has the real talk, real results, um, real talk, real results, real action. He's located right there at the uh, the, old, the old boys club. You know Big E, man, um, the boxer. Um, Big E from school, man, the boxer. Yeah, that face escaped me, but continue. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I also want to thank um, Big Stacy Middleton. I think Big Stacy Middleton on the court now. He used to own the, um, the accounting services. One of the first black men who I saw that was uh, actually in business. He was willing to share information. Each time I went to see him, I wasn't prepared. He didn't kick me out the office. He still had a conversation with me. So I want to thank him for that. And I want to thank Quadro Campbell because back in 97 or maybe 96, I know it was before we graduated, he told me I would be doing this. And he did not know me. And he just knew. We just had a conversation. I don't know why he singled me out, but I appreciate him for doing so because those type of things stuck in my mind. And God knows I didn't know. I, I knew, I just knew he didn't know what the hell he was talking about. But evidently he did. So I just want to thank those three. Um, I just want to thank those three people, man. And again, I just want to ask everybody to come out to the Black Wolf in Charleston. Come check out our Charleston uh, Renaissance Gala. And you know, all the other entrepreneurs, 
If you guys want to just expand your resources, become a part of our directory and be a part of our mastermind, then we just encourage you guys to do so. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Thank y'all. I want to thank everybody um, for coming out and just taking time out today to do this. Uh, I really appreciate it. It's, it's a blessing to me um, just to have you guys on. I just like the, the information that you guys shared and um, just willing to, 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 to just impart some of your, your experiences and wisdom on us, even in that small little window. You know what I mean? I, I'm sure that if people come to the gala and the forum, on the um, 5th and the 19th of next month in February, they're going to get a whole wealth of knowledge that they're going to really be able to use um, for whatever they have going for their future endeavors. So um, thank you guys. I really, really appreciate y'all taking the time to come and speak with me today. Much appreciated. Yeah, and thank, and, and I, I don't know if I said that, but thank you um, to Mr. Prime. Thank you for allowing us to, you know, voice, uh, to be a voice on your platform. Thank you. Really hey, uh, Brian, 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 I know if Sean tell you, but well, we've been upstairs earlier, man. She said, well, let's, let's go ahead and take your uh, um, Prime's first year membership. So we're going to take care of your first year membership, man. Thank Aww. you for everything. Oh, man. That's Brian. love, man. That's love, man. I appreciate yeah. that. Y'all don't have to now, but I really appreciate that. I'm, I'm more yeah. than willing to do my part as, um, you know what I mean, just as a person that loves to support. So um, yeah. more than willing to pay my, pay my portion, man. But I really appreciate that. And got you, bro. Thank you. As far, as far as membership um goes, um information about membership, how can people join? Where can people go if they would like to join? Um on the, our website. I would start there www.iamthechangellc.com. Um and uh so the membership was uh I think we were planning, and my, my teammates can correct me if I'm wrong, that it wouldn't actually kick off until February 5th, the night of the gala. Okay. Um, yeah. That's correct. So, yeah, okay. So then they wouldn't be able to, even after the gala, um, they, if they don't attend the gala, through the website may, may be the way. Okay. Okay. But for membership. Yeah. That's fine. I, I know we talked about it earlier, but I wasn't sure if we had mentioned um, how they can um, join. Yeah. They <laughs> join by coming to the gala. Okay. Come that's on out to the game. Come to the game. That's, that's the game. A, a five, a seven to five. I'm very foot from seven to five at six. Yeah. Seven, seven to eleven. Seven, seven to eleven. Seven, seven to eleven. Seven to five a.m. <laughs> 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 He's thinking about that nine to five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be a fantastic event. Y'all don't want to hear about it, so just be there so you can you can be the one talking about it and sharing the word. So yeah, right, man. Exactly. It's uh, gonna be located as I said before at the Kesara. Uh, event space at 622 Old Charlie Road, Suite 104, Somerville, South Carolina. Yes, yes sir. Yes, Again, sir. Thank, thank you all for coming through. And um, that's it, man. We can wrap this up. Thank all you. All right. Now thank you. For some football. So, just for having us on, man. I'm a root for your bucks today, man. Here we go. You about to take boy down, man. Everybody be safe. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye.